the wrong man became IWGP United States heavyweight champion. I will be exploring the wonderful, fantastic 10 out of 10 match from Wrestle Kingdom 17, and that was Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega for that IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship title. Welcome to Season 4 of the Square Circle Podcast with your host, Marie Shadows, and we're going to be continuing talking about Wrestle Kingdom 17 this is Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. I will be diving into this match, talking about it in full and giving you my honest opinion about it. But first, a word from our sponsors. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Square Circle Podcast, along with yours truly, Marie Shadows, is sponsored by Blendjet. Listen, guys, it's 2023. We got to take control of our lifestyles and our health. What better way to do that than to take a Blendjet with you? It is a personal companion that you can travel with. You can't bring your big bulky blender with you. So why not go ahead and grab yourself a Blendjet? The possibilities are endless with this. You can make your smoothies on the go. You can click a button to lock it. So that way there is no spills and no accidents. If it's running low on battery, all you have to do is just plug it in with a USB port and it will charge it right up and you have it with you, it's efficient. And then to clean it, all you have to do is add some water and some soap and blend it all up and make sure you rinse it, rinse it really, really well. You don't only have to make smoothies in this, you could also make your favorite sauces for your pasta, for your salads, for anything that you could think of. The Blendjet is very versatile. It could replace all of your huge equipment that you use to make smoothies. And why not take it with you on the go, like I said? It's there with you when you need it the most, and you could definitely pack it in your book bag. And when you go to the gym, you are ready, you are prepared. Because in 2023, all you need to do is show up, be consistent, and just be prepared for anything. And that's what Blendjet does. Blendjet has you prepared and ready for anything. So if you want to take the next step and get yourself a Blendjet, then by all means, use my special code SCPJET12 when you check out at Blendjet.com or head over to zen.ai forward slash SCPJET12. And when you do that, the special code is already into the checkout and you don't have to worry about anything. It's a win-win situation for you and a win-win situation for me. If you do end up getting a blend jet to help you in 2023, you save money and I get a thank you from that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, head over to blendjet.com to use SCPJET12 or zen.ai forward slash scpjet12. Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega was definitely a seven-star match. To me, it was 10 out of 10. And by the way, if you guys have not picked up my wrestling planner for 2023, please go do so. It's on Amazon. I'll leave a link in the description below where you can purchase your own because I know that I am filling in all seven stars in the section 
of rating your own matches. Whatever matches that you watch, you could definitely rate it from one to seven. You could be your own Uncle Dave. Remember, it's on Amazon. One more match. It's a wrestling planner for 2023. Anyway, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega is a little difficult for me to talk about because there's so much emotion going into this, so much story going into this, and you can see the huge difference between the two performers. Will Ospreay has been putting his body on the line for the past three to four years, including the pandemic. Kenny Omega has had time to heal from his injuries, had a backstage brawl at All Out, and then got suspended, but yet then still traveled to Japan under investigation because they were trying to figure out what happened with the brawl and by the way again if you are under investigation you cannot leave the country and no AEW fan has ever tried to challenge me on that which is kind of odd so maybe there wasn't an investigation because nothing came about it no papers or anything like that but that's not the point of this podcast episode The point is, is that the story itself was okay. The buildup was okay. They really didn't need too much of a buildup because I never really felt ever, like it never crossed my mind that I needed Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega until the whole thing happened way back in the beginning where Kenny Omega did an interview and he said he pulled Jay White and Will Ospreay aside. Jay White shot down the rumors of this happening, of this interaction, while Ospreay was the one that was like, yeah, it did. And then also mentioned how Kenny Omega threw him under the bus on Twitter. And then that's how Ospreay doesn't like Kenny. And it really felt like a true blue, I don't like this guy at all because of what he did. And sometimes actions speak way louder than words. In today's day and age, words hurt people a lot more when actions should be hurting you a lot worse than words. Anybody could say anything, but their actions tell you what their true character is or who their true character is. Anyway, so this is how we got Osprey versus Kenny Omega, and it was a really good fun ride. Will Ospreay being very genuine in his interview with Westings. If you guys have not checked out Westings content, please go do so. They're on YouTube and they're a bunch of awesome guys and creators who talk about wrestling and debate about wrestling topics. And they had the privilege of interviewing Will Ospreay on their show. And you get to learn a lot about Ospreay and the match and the story leading up to Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. And so in that interview, he was very candid about a lot of the topics that they talked about, especially about Kenny Omega. And then we had the United Empire showing up in AEW and Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega went back and forth on promos. And the really bad thing about it is that Kenny got in the last word in this promo battle And then people think that that was a victory for Kenny Omega. And because AEW is on national television and you have to really keep in mind how much time you have for each segment and you don't want to go over to your time and mess up someone else's time for like a match or another segment, you really can't have a good 
promo battle unless you do it the WWE way or you do it the New Japan way or anything like that. So I felt like it was a little bit of a shot that because Osprey was in AEW at the time and Kenny Omega was going off in his promos that, of course, Kenny was going to get the last word because it's AEW. It's Kenny Omega. He's an EVP. So, yeah, I felt really bad that Osprey couldn't really say more in his side of the story and how he felt. However, you can tell whenever Osprey gets really, really upset he doesn't know how to use his words correctly, which is all good. We all been there. And so we have this cool down, which I don't like cool downs in the story. But again, like I said, that these guys did not really need a full on promo battle war, any type of build, because both of these guys have solidified their names in professional wrestling. Kenny Omega is the best bout machine. He's the cleaner. He has a really good track record of being the best in New Japan Pro Wrestling and just being a really good storyteller and someone that you could definitely get invested in emotionally. And I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later. And then also for Osprey, Osprey has come a long way to solidify his name. Once he created United Empire, that's when he not only elevated himself, but the guys that he runs with, the guys that I really, really enjoy cheering on from the sideline. And so I think that's when Osprey kind of realized that it's his time, it's his moment, and people are talking about him. People are still disrespecting him online but yet then they want him to show up at their promotion they want him to show up at their wrestling event and still give him the disrespect that he doesn't really deserve now it's 2023 if you are still calling will osprey will ocean spray please grow the fuck up grow the fuck up and stop mispronouncing his name or stop making fun of his name because if it was done to you you wouldn't like it I understand that if Will Ospreay is not your type of wrestler and whatever personal issues you may have with him by hearing things through the grapevine because you weren't there but yet then still want to pass judgment on him, like, stop. I understand the first part that if you don't like him, that's cool. But to disrespect his name is not cool. It's 2023. We should stop the whole microaggression bullying that I see on the Twitter timeline about calling him Ocean Spray rather than Osprey. Put respect on his name if you want him to wrestle everywhere around the world. If you want him to wrestle twice on Sunday. If you want him to show up at your wrestling school to teach you. If you want him to be the champion of a promotion that you love to see him at. Put respect on Will Ospreay's name because he sacrificed way more in the last four to three years. And I'm not taking away from anybody else that I watch and that I praise and that I cheer from the sidelines. Everybody has sacrificed for the last four years of life. However, the way that Osprey puts it into perspective, it's like he's been doing this nonstop with his body. He broke his neck came back from that neck injury, recaptured some gold. They played hot potato with the gold. And then he caught the kidney infection. 
survived a kidney infection. And then he continues to wrestle for New Japan Pro Wrestling, maybe on New Japan Strong, and definitely in the UK at This Is Progress and anywhere else the UK needs him. So because of that work ethic, why do you think it's okay to belittle his name? Belittle everything that he's done, but yet then still be like, oh my God, I'm such a fan. Like, thank you for coming to the promotion. Thank you for wrestling. But, you know, I'm still going to call you Ocean Spray. The only reason why I'm spending a good amount of time on this is because no one else wants to call it out. No one else wants to go to individual people and be like, hey, it is Osprey. If you never want your name to be mispronounced, there is no reason why you should be mispronouncing someone else's name just for the laughs, the memes, or whatever it is. I really wish that sometimes people can grow up in the internet wrestling community. And this brings me to my next point. The press conference that they had before Wrestle Kingdom. The way that both of those men delivered their promos. Obviously, Kenny Omega is in character mode. The same thing with Don Callis. And that's the one thing that I didn't like throughout this whole thing is that they were playing a character. And I understand that in wrestling, you're supposed to play a character. But for this situation, I think it should have been a little bit more different where because Osprey was being very humanized with his stuff and really letting you know his mental state and how honest he is. He was really fucking honest about everything while Kenny Omega is trying to play the villain. You could definitely see that this whole thing was about upper class versus lower class where the upper class don't give a shit about you. You could be dying on your last breath, not have any limbs and the upper class would still be like nose turned up, fucking snobby and definitely letting you know that they are the best in the world at whatever they do. And it doesn't matter how much you tell them that I went through all these struggles. I went through all these obstacles and I'm still here. They're not going to give a shit. And that's what made Will Ospreay's promo that much sweeter. And I really connected with that because it is true. Will Ospreay has put his body on the line for the past four years Everyone had to endure the pandemic. Wrestlers had a rough, especially when they are contracted to go to New Japan Pro Wrestling and wrestle in Japan. And the COVID laws are either confusing, strict, weird. And so having Osprey to deal with all of that stuff, knowing he goes through mental health issues and problems, and sometimes he needs to take a breath and a step back. While you have Kenny Omega in fucking luxury over here in the United States in Florida and he can easily drive. I don't know how long it will take to get to Jacksonville from his house, but let's just say maybe like three hours and didn't really have to go through as much as Will Ospreay. Now, Will Ospreay pouring his heart out in the final promos you're not really supposed to be like, oh, poor baby. At least if you gave him some type of empathy, some type of sympathy that you're like, I understand where you're coming from. 
But again, these are two different worlds that we're in. And for Kenny to totally just gloss over it and just shrug it off. I think that's what really set Will Ospreay upset to where like there wasn't no little nod of like, I hear you. This is why sometimes if you're scrolling through Instagram, if you're scrolling through TikTok and you have one of the speakers say something motivational or something along the lines of just listen when someone talks. Lately, that has been this weird trend when it comes to Osprey and Osprey talking about real life shit with mental health and how he looks at the world, how he looks at wrestling, how he looks at his friends. You know, he has a really good mindset for that stuff because he looks at the world in a different way. Like learning that he has dyslexia, I was like, oh, it makes sense now for some of the things that you tweet out. Like, you know, that's something new that I learned and everyone else learned. But at the same time, like when he talks about these issues, when people ask him about these topics and he talks about it, no one listens. No one gives him the benefit of the doubt. I can't say no one listens because people listen, but they that's not what they want to hear. They want to hear like what's the next like wrestling thing he's going to do. But I think that that's important and not to gloss over it. Now, I don't know if like behind the scenes, Kenny went up to him to be like, hey, I hear you, but I really don't think that happened. I really do think that Osprey is the type of guy that's like, I really don't like you. Don't fucking talk to me. And we're going to leave it at that. But I really did feel bad that Osprey poured out everything. And maybe that was his downfall. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was that all that emotion that came out wasn't enough to be Kenny Omega. And yes, I understand that Kenny Omega is a veteran. And obviously Kenny Omega is way older than Osprey. But then again, I honestly don't feel like Kenny needed that IWGP United States heavyweight championship title. He really didn't need it. He didn't do shit for the last four years. He left on somewhat bad terms after losing to Tanahashi in 2019 and then started AEW. And then all of a sudden you want to come back for what? And then you get the belt. And what are you going to do? You're going to have an open challenge for it and have anybody on AEW to face you and you want to work with Shingo, according to reports? Why couldn't Osprey do that? Why couldn't Osprey be the same guy that has carried and elevated the United States division? Why couldn't he do it for one more year? Unless they're going to start something where Osprey goes for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. I don't see Osprey going for the Never Openweight Championship title, but that could be a possibility. And so if Osprey does go for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title, then I will still be happy. But at the same time, I want to know what Kenny is going to do with that United States Championship title because New Japan doesn't have a good record of allowing certain wrestlers with their belts to do what's needed of them. It always gets lost in communication. 
New Japan and AEW have a really bad communication status. And it's like, how can that be fixed? I'm on my phone 24-7. I'm on social media 24-7. I could definitely fix the conversations between the two companies if they ever need me. I really want to see what Kenny is going to do with the United States division. And I understand that the United States division should be defended here in the United States rather than it being a Japan title. However, you got to look at it this way. Because it has IWGP and is in the embodiment of the fighting spirit and just showcasing a lot more talent, whether that's American or Japanese talent to face for that championship title you know it goes all over the world i don't really have a problem with the united states iwgp championship title what i have a problem with is the man who's holding it because again i don't think he needed it by the way let me talk about this match this match was fantastic i really enjoyed it the drama was there the sense of urgency was there. The sense of Osprey needing to prove to Omega that Osprey is no longer the boy that Kenny Omega once fought, once knew, once seen. And Will Osprey came out in his assassin gear, and Kenny Omega is just Sephiroth at this point. That that's all he is. He's Sephiroth. We then get to a point where Kenny removes the corner turnbuckle pad and then uses that area as a weapon against Osprey by driving his neck down into this DDT-like move and his neck hits, his neck and head area hits the exposed turnbuckle. And we all reacted to that when I say we all myself the crowd even the United Empire boys and there's a lovely shot of all of them in shock and I think that added to the drama that added to the urgency that added to the overall match man it even got me heated because I was like why does everybody want to take a shot at trying to end Osprey's career knowing that his neck is a target and I understand that in wrestling, you are supposed to attack a limb, tell a story, go after something to weaken the wrestler in order to get the victory because a win is a win is a win. And I totally get that. But why do you guys always have to target the neck and head area of Will Ospreay? Like this guy needs to have like a long career. And so Osprey hits the top turnbuckle, rolls out. And everybody is checking on him. And then we get a bloody Osprey. Now, if you guys have ever listened to my past podcast episodes, I do complain about when wrestlers bleed all the time in professional wrestling. Point in case, John Moxley, he bleeds way more than he should, even though it's fake blood. And when he does the bleeding segments, it does not translate well it is not needed it does not amplify the story that he is trying to tell in this particular case when osprey is bleeding from the head it makes all the difference it really helped elevate the match and elevate the importance of will cannot lose this one 
and will put up one of the most greatest fights against Kenny Omega, even though he was bleeding and did everything in his power to try and defeat Kenny Omega. But in the end, Kenny Omega came out victorious with a Kamigore and a one-winged angel to Will Ospreay, and that ended the amazing reign of Will Ospreay as IWGP United States champion. And man, I was on a roller coaster of emotions. Everybody was. I was really against Kenny Omega, but Kenny Omega does an amazing job of eliciting that emotion that you need in professional wrestling because it's sort of missing. Everybody is out there having matches. No one is really telling stories. There is a small percentage of indie wrestlers and contracted television wrestlers that are telling a story, but it's not getting the hype it may or may not deserve, and it's not getting in front of the proper eyes to sort of elevate it. And so when you see something like Kenny Omega versus whoever, and you know that at some point their rivalry is real and there's a lot of stake involved and Kenny Omega, even though he's playing the villain and you know he's playing the villain and he's not trying to deter from that, he really does make a good villain. I can't take that away from him. I can't really say bad things about Kenny Omega. It's just that sometimes certain situations need a different type of character. In this one in particular, there was no need for a straight up heel versus babyface. Really, there wasn't. Their names made the match. Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, their names made the match. There was no point to have a story. This is the only time that I would have allowed no heel or babyface dynamics, fundamentals in this match because I would have watched it regardless because of their names. In AEW, they do this a lot where they switch between being a heel and a babyface, and I fucking hate it because it doesn't make any sense. But this one would have been the perfect time where it made sense because of their big names. You can't really do that in AEW where the big stars are just the EVPs. I guess we could put Death Triangle up there too, but the idea I'm trying to get across is that on an AEW scale, because they have a lot of new guys that need to be established, having the whole babyface heel turnarounds whenever they feel like it doesn't make any sense. I think that you got to leave it to the pros in order to have that good dynamic of it's okay to switch between heel and babyface, depending on the situation, depending on the promos, and depending on the story that you're trying to tell. This one in particular with Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega, perfect. Again, we did not really need a villain in Kenny Omega. We just needed the match because these guys were trying to prove something to each other. And it's really frustrating that Osprey carried New Japan Pro Wrestling on his back. Again, everyone carried New Japan Pro Wrestling on their back too. But for this particular conversation... Will Ospreay not only carried New Japan Pro Wrestling on his back, he did everything that needed to be fulfilled. He also did everything that the UK needs him to fulfill. He also did everything asked of him for AEW. And then he also elevated the IWGP United States 
heavyweight division for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then to just take that all away from him and give it to Kenny Omega, who hasn't even stepped foot at least beforehand in New Japan Pro Wrestling to sort of establish another foothold. And even though the fans remembered him, not all fans are going to know who he is in Japan unless their friends talk about him and all that kind of stuff and they watched his matches it would have been a very good storytelling element if he was there a little bit beforehand have some matches against the young lions or to have a little bit of an exhibition match or just something I understand that he is already a household name I totally get that but to set this up right so that way there won't be a huge backlash of why the fuck did he get the title if he just came in while Osprey has been breaking his back forever like it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth like a really negative thing when it should be a positive thing the positive thing in this match is that it's 10 out of 10 it's fucking fantastic it is a contender for match of the year and it's only the first week of January 2023 it was a really great match just a really bad outcome because where do we go from here? Let's talk about that for a second. Where do we go from here? If New Japan decides to have an ongoing series between Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega so that way Ospreay can eventually get the belt back, which doesn't make any sense at this point, at this moment. What's the story going to be about? The story is going to be about Will Ospreay chasing after Kenny Omega to prove what? That he's no longer a boy, that he's mature, that he was able to do the things that Kenny wanted him to do by filling his shoes and whatever the case, whatever else he could think of. By the way, Osprey is so original that Kenny Omega had to be like, oh, you can never fill my shoes. Well, first of all, I don't think it was meant for Osprey to fill your shoes when you left New Japan Pro Wrestling. No one could fill the shoes of Kenny Omega. I don't know why you would want a secondhand Kenny Omega floating around in New Japan Pro Wrestling. There's a reason why Kenny Omega is the best bout machine in New Japan Pro Wrestling because at the time that he came in, there weren't any huge stars. Kenny Omega's name overshadowed almost everybody. And we always talk about the holy grail of Okada versus Kenny Omega. That is what he is known for. And then to be like, hey, Osprey, I want you to fill my shoes. You got the mantle now, kid. I'm going to go and make AEW. What did Osprey do? Osprey created the United Empire, the most successful group there is in professional wrestling, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, the best group around the United Empire. Osprey went a different route. He obviously respects Kenny Omega, but to be another Kenny Omega, even Osprey knew that was impossible to do. Osprey can only be Osprey, Kenny can only be Kenny, and to put that kind of pressure on people is not only wrong, but you know you set them up for failure because you know no one could be like you. So I digress. So let's talk about this. Why would the story be Osprey chasing Kenny Omega when that chapter is probably done? And who's to say that Omega is going to continue to be victorious in this little cat and mouse game because 
Nobody wants to give Osprey the benefit of the doubt. And I'm starting to really have doubts about the EVP management and AEW as a whole. Where they want their guys to win and not give any praise and wins to New Japan guys. So I think that it will be a loss for Osprey. And I don't see Osprey getting many wins along the way if we do a cat and mouse chase. But again, the story remains that he's chasing when Osprey never had to chase anybody when he was champion. Everybody came to him. And now you might say that, well, that's the point. You want Osprey to go to Kenny. But after this whole shit, I don't think it's right or it'll feel right. Osprey doesn't have to prove anything to Kenny just because Kenny is like, I am the best bout machine or whatever his deal is. Osprey should probably focus on getting another singles championship title or taking a little mini vacation to heal his body. But I think the next step for Will Osprey is to go after the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title that is facing Okada. We know that Osprey still has not managed to defeat Okada. He has tried in the past and has failed, but at least he is consistent to still stay with the company, still learn, still fight other people, still elevate other divisions and elevate his teammates in the United Empire. And I think he's good and golden right now. He probably doesn't need a championship title, but at the same time, it's kind of weird seeing him without gold because he really does elevate a lot of people. And also elevate a lot of divisions, even if people don't want to admit it. He honestly doesn't need gold at the moment. I don't mind what matches he does. I mean, we might see him in the New Japan Cup this upcoming March. So that's going to be fun. But again, I don't know where this goes. I don't know what's next. And that's why in professional wrestling, it's always important to ask, what's going to happen the next night? What story am I going to be in? What are we going to do right away? And by asking this, you really try to understand, is it okay to win the belt from a person that has been busting their fucking ass for four years versus somebody else that could just come back in, walk in, take the belt and go home with it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be it for this podcast episode. There's really not much for me to really say on this match. It is a fantastic match. Please go out of your way to watch it. It is a seven-star match. It is a 10 out of 10 match, and it is definitely match of the year. It really is. And by the way, if you want to be your own Uncle Dave and give your own star ratings, because I know you guys love that, head over to Amazon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yours truly, Marie Shadows, is now an author over on Amazon I created a wrestling planner for each and every one of you guys, for wrestlers, wrestling fans, podcasters, anything across the board that are content creators and love to just have a little bit of organization in their back pocket. This wrestling planner comes with a 12-month calendar. You could keep important dates locked in. You can know when the New Japan Cup is coming up, which is in March. You can write down any indie shows that you want to attend. And then it has two complete note sections. 
a really good chunk of star rating section and then also last but not least at the end of the year you get to write in who gets the award for your top 10 male wrestlers top 10 female wrestlers podcasters anything you could think of it is your playground it is one more match that is the name of the planner one more match wrestling planner 2023 over at amazon if you guys want there will be a link down in the description below for you to click it purchase yours today do not wait any longer there are two different color variants for the cover a blue gray one and a purple pink one it is up to you 2023 is going to be magical and wrestle kingdom 17 showed exactly how this year is going to be magical so head over to amazon go purchase one i will be highly you know in your debt and humbled and appreciative if you go and do so because i made it all for you guys and even my haters can go buy it too and if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to tell a friend, share it with people that you know, the best organic way, which by the way, is free of charge for you is word of mouth. Word of mouth means that you are sharing it with your friends, you're retweeting it, you're quote tweeting it, you're putting it in Reddit, you're putting it in your Facebook group chats. You're putting it anywhere that you know a wrestling fan will want to listen to someone else's opinion about professional wrestling. Help support female voices, help support podcasters, help lift up our voices by a simple share and telling people to listen to this, listen to that. That is word of mouth. It costs you nothing. And we are very, very thankful as content creators. If you guys are already not following me on Twitter, please make sure to do so at Marie underscore shadows there in my bio. I have a link tree URL that has a combination of links to everywhere you where you can support Amazon being one Spotify podcast, Apple podcast, Google podcast, anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. And anything else you need to know will be right on Twitter. Also, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows. This Tuesday, we will be watching wrestling matches. So tune in for that. Twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows. Last but not least, it is my wrestling newsletter, marieshadows.substack.com. Please make sure you sign up. You get free exclusive readings, articles, fiction stories. It's all about wrestling. You get these podcast episodes without any ads, but I do really implore you to throw me some couple of dollars if you can. If you sign up to the newsletter, it is totally free. There's going to be a lot more content coming out this year. So be on that bandwagon with me, marieshadows.substack.com. And then you can also take control of your health for 2023. Make it extravagant. Make it lovely. Make it magical. Don't forget to buy a BlendJet, ladies and gentlemen. Go to BlendJet.com. Purchase one of the BlendJets there. Use my special code SCPJET12. Or if you just want the code directly into your checkout cart, Head over to zen.ai forward slash scpjet12. Thank you again, Blendjet, for sponsoring the Square Circle Podcast. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to an episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.